Welcome to the month of February. Today is the last episode for the series we started in episode four, titled Take the First Step. Five steps you need to take to go from idea to start a business. I'm excited to explore step five, which is the letter T in my first step method. My first step method is an acronym I created to help you move from idea to start a business. I'm super excited to dig into today's episode, but before I do, I'd like to tell you about a brand new Facebook community I created called Start a Service-Based Business Community for Christian Women. I created this community for women who want to start a service-based business so you can find support, clarity, and accountability on your new business journey. If I just described you, please come and hang out with me on my free Facebook group. The link to join the group is in the episode description below. I can't wait to see you there. Let's dig into today's episode. Hey students, welcome to the Start That Business podcast, where you will find practical solutions that empower you to start your service-based business. I'm your host, Chichi Ukomadu, an entrepreneur, wife, mom of three, and a Jesus follower. Ten years ago, I was afraid of giving up my desire to build a corporate career and say yes to the Holy Spirit's nudge to start that business. I believe personal fulfillment comes from letting go of your way and saying yes to God's way so you can become all you were created to be. If you're ready to find personal fulfillment, grab a cup of coffee, tea, or hot cocoa, and your favorite snack. It's time to take your first step to start that business. You know the one I'm talking about? Yes, that one you've been putting up for a long time. (laughs) The thought of starting a business always scared me. I had a million unanswered questions. I felt I wasn't qualified. I felt entrepreneurship was for extroverts and not introverts like me. I was also afraid of being responsible for other people's income. There were so many fears around starting my business, but deep inside my heart, I knew I was called to be an entrepreneur. In December of 2011, I remember declaring to my family and friends that come the new year, that I was going to start this new business as a personal shopper and also start charging for my services. I'd been offering free services to my family and friends. So I just let them know, I say, look, once we get into January 2012, I'm going to be official. So I was excited coming into January of 2012 and I started following my first step method. So I started planning my business, creating my services, getting ready to launch. Then in March of 2012, guess what? I found out that I was eight weeks pregnant. Yes, with my third child. And my whole world came crashing down because I was so excited about this new business I was planning. And it felt like I had this fork in the road because 
My pregnancies were always difficult. I always had very bad morning sicknesses that lasted anywhere from three months all the way to five months. So when I found that I was pregnant, yeah, I was excited. I was having a new baby, but I was also devastated because I felt like life just threw a fork in the road that I had to deal with. So the morning sickness started shortly after, and I was sick for about three months, throwing up, vomiting, going in and out of the hospital because I couldn't hold anything down. And I remember in July of 2012, I woke up and I felt so discouraged. I was pouring my heart to God and just telling God, I started this year really excited to start this business. And now it looks like I'm going to be grounded for the next nine months and I will not be able to do anything. And while I was just pouring my heart to God, my phone rang and it was a friend of mine who called and she said, Chichi, you've been on my mind all morning and I just felt like I should call you and encourage you. And I felt led to open up to her and I told her, look, I came into this year really excited and look at where I am and I'm not able to continue this business and launch it like I expected. And she encouraged me so much and she told me, look, you can do it even with your pregnancy. And she became my encourager, my support system. And she told me, look, all you need to do is what we're going to talk about in the next few minutes. That's why the fifth step in my first step method is T, take the leap. Now, when my friend called me, one of the things she said to me was, you need to set a launch date. And that was the first thing I did. I set a launch date. Once I set a launch date, the next thing I did was to create a launch checklist using the focus question I will talk about in a few minutes. Now, what setting a launch date does to you is it helps you get in focus that, yeah, this thing is for real. I'm about to launch this business. So I created my launch date and I told her, I said, I'm going to launch this business October 1st, 2012. That gave me roughly about maybe four or five months when I had the call with her, which was in July. So I said, my launch date is going to be October 1st, 2012. And once I did that, I created a launch checklist. Now, the focus question you can use as you create your checklist is, ask yourself, what is the minimum amount of things I need to do to launch this business? What is the minimum? So you're trying to launch with the minimum, not the maximum. and I will explain what I mean by launch your business. When I say launch your business, I mean you want to announce to the world that your business is open to serve customers. It's like putting a sign saying open for business. Customers can now place an order for your services. Customers can now reach out to you to ask or inquire about your services. So in other words, when you launch your business, you have become official. So people can now reach out to you. Now, what are some of the things you can put on your checklist as 
you create this checklist to launch your business, the first thing you want to put on there is to pick a name for your business. Now, if you haven't done this in the previous steps we talked about, this would be a good time to add it to your checklist to say, I need to pick a name for my business. What am I going to call this business? Will it be called Susie and Daughters? Will it be called Coaching Extraordinary? Whatever name, and I'm just coming up with these names, but whatever name you come up with, you might need to pray about this, or maybe you even have a name that God has put on your heart for this business. Whatever it is, put it on your list to pick your business name. The next thing you need to add on your checklist is to create your business brand promise. What do I mean by that? A brand promise is something your customers can look forward to as they engage with your service. Most people call it your I help statement. It can also be the service you plan to deliver to the customer. So I'll give you an example. So when I started my personal shopping business, my brand promise was reliable international shopping and shipping. So that was what I was promising my customers that when they come to me and they use my service, they will get reliable international shopping. You might hear other companies like Papa John's Pizza. Papa John's Pizza says fresh ingredients, better pizza. So they are promising you that when you come to them, they use fresh ingredients. That way their pizza is better than any other pizza brand out there. You might also hear Subway. Subway says, eat fresh. So they're promising you that when you come to buy their sandwiches, you're eating the freshest sandwich that you could ever find. So what is your brand promise? Yours can also be an I help statement. So if you're a coach, if you're starting maybe some kind of online business, your brand promise can be, I help Christian women start a service-based business. Or I help new entrepreneurs create a beautiful website that converts. So this is just giving you different ideas of what your brand promise can be. So that is the second thing you need to add to your checklist. Create your brand promise. The third thing you need to add to your business launch checklist is create a list of the services you want to offer, the prices you're going to charge, and also include your reasonable boundaries. If you have been following this series, I talked about the services you need to offer, pricing, and also creating reasonable boundaries. So make sure that you create a Google Doc and write all these things in there, and you can convert that Google Doc into a PDF document that you can share with potential customers. Now, I would also like you to create a separate Google document for how you're going to deliver your service. This is something else you can add to your checklist as you're creating your services. The fourth thing you need to add to your checklist is to set up a payment method to collect payment from your potential customers. You're getting ready to tell the world that you're open for business. So how will your customers pay you? You need to set that up. Are they going to pay you through Zelle? Are they going to pay you through Cash App? Are they going to pay you through PayPal? 
to through debit or credit card, this is the time you need to set that up. Now, the 15 you need to add to your checklist is register a legal entity. Now, you want to be legit as you go out to the world to start offering your services. You might hear a couple of attorneys saying, oh, register an LLC. But if you are starting out and you haven't made any money yet, my advice will be to register a DBA. A DBA simply means you become a sole proprietor and you can start offering services to your clients. Now, if depending on the kind of business you're starting, if you say, if you're starting maybe a healthcare service, maybe you're opening your own practice, you might want to go straight to registering an LLC just because the liability that comes with that kind of business is bigger. But if your business doesn't have so much liabilities on the onset, you might want to consider starting a DBA. DBA stands for doing business as. When you register a DBA, it usually costs anywhere from $35 to $50. And you can use that DBA to open a business account with any bank. And it makes you legit. And once you start making money and you have more customers, then you can transition into an LLC. Now, this you still need to check with your attorney. I'm not a registered attorney, so don't take my word for it. Still run this through an attorney so that your business is legit. Now, the sixth thing you need to add to your checklist is to create a business email. Now, this email doesn't have to be a formal email that uh, has maybe your services at yourservices.com. It can just be a new Google email you create just for your business. So you can say mybusiness at gmail.com, but just have an email where customers can reach you if you need to. Now, the seventh thing you need to do that you can add to your checklist is to register your business domain name or create a website. So you can register a business domain name. You might not be building out your website immediately, but it's good to secure a domain name. And I will record a different podcast episode to go into more details about the tech you need to start your business. So that's another thing you can add to your checklist. The eighth thing you can add to your launch checklist is to create an organic marketing channel. Now, this can be creating a blog. This can be starting a YouTube channel. This can be starting a podcast or just creating a social media account. Maybe you just decide to create an Instagram account for your new business. But whatever you do, try to at least start with one organic marketing channel. The ninth thing you can add to your list is to open a business bank account. Now, you want all that money your customers will be paying you to go somewhere. So you want to have a business account that is attached to your payment method, like I mentioned earlier. Then the tenth thing you can add to your launch checklist is to look through your contacts, your LinkedIn, your social media accounts, if you already have, and create a list of 50 people you will tell about your business when you go live. And 
you can also ask these people to refer other people that might actually need your services. Now, I know this looks like a long checklist. I will drop a sample of this checklist in the episode description so you can use it as a template or a guide to create your own launch checklist. For your specific business, there might be other things you need to do. For instance, if you're starting your own uh, private practice, say as a nurse practitioner, or you're going in that direction, you might need to register for different licenses that you need. Also, depending on the kind of business you are starting, you might need to apply for certain government licenses. So you also want to add that to your checklist. Now, once you are done creating your checklist, the next step you need to take is to walk through each item on your checklist and complete it. And you can use the power of 15 minutes like I spoke about in, I think it was episode two, You can use the power of 15 minutes once you've created this new business launch checklist. You can use the power of 15 minutes to walk through each item on your checklist until it is complete. Now, once you have done this, the next step you need to do is say a prayer, commit this new business you're about to start to God's hands, give him permission to partner with you and launch your business on the date you decided you were going to launch it. Remember the first thing we did was to set a launch date. So once you have completed everything on your checklist, commit the business to God and go live. So going live might be turning your website on, going live might be sending a message to the 50 people you already shortlisted to let them know, I am open for business. I'm ready to start taking new customers. So that's what uh, going live uh, looks like for you. Going live might look like going on your social media. Maybe if you opened a business Instagram account, you can go there and post, I am live. You can start placing orders for my services. And that's what that looks like. Remember, as you go live with this new business, progress over perfection. Now, you don't need to have this 100 items on your checklist to complete. You can keep it short. It might be five things you need critically to launch and other things can come afterwards. So if you're starting with a website, you don't need a 10-page website. It can just be a three-page website, a homepage about you and your service page, and that's it. You might decide, okay, I don't want to start with a website. I just need to start with an Instagram account. Open the account and you can put there please DM me to place an order. Like I said, for your legal entity, you might not need to start with an LLC right off the bat. You can start with a DBA. For your business email, it doesn't need to be a custom email. You can start with a generic email. So make sure you don't get stuck in walking through your checklist. Keep it at the minimum. Always keep asking yourself the focus question. What is the minimum list of things I need to do to launch this business. When you're thinking minimum, think about how can my customers find me? How will they learn about the services I'm offering? And how will I get paid? Once you get these three things sorted out, you are ready to go live. Now, the final thing after you've gone live is to pause and celebrate your win. 
it's a major accomplishment to start a business. So make sure that you're able to take a moment, celebrate yourself, literally clap for yourself because you just did something that a lot of people are afraid to do. So make sure you pause and celebrate your win. All right, so let's do a quick recap. I know I've said a lot of things, but let's just do a quick recap. So in summary, the fifth step you need to take today to start your business is take the leap. Yes, step out in faith and start that business. Number one, set a launch date. So decide on the date that you're going to start this business. Two, create a launch checklist using the focus question. Three, walk through each item on your checklist and complete it using the power of 15 minutes. Four, commit your business to God and launch it. Five, celebrate your win because it's a major accomplishment. Zechariah 4.10a says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. Do not despise your small beginnings as you start this new business, as you go live with this new business, because God rejoices to see you start the business he has put in your heart. So take one baby step at a time as you go through your checklist and complete it and watch what God will do through your business. Thank you so much for listening to all the podcast episodes in this series. Keep listening for more exciting episodes and I will see you soon. Hey sis, before you go, if this podcast has encouraged you, helped you, inspired you or taught you something new, please head over to Apple Podcasts and search for Start That Business Podcast and leave me a written review. That's one of the ways I know this podcast is impacting your life. Thank you so much. I'll also love to connect with you on Instagram. My handle is at Chichi Ukomadu. Until next time, always remember you have all you need to start that business. I'll see you soon.